What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Not Rocket Science, the podcast that talks about the intersectional relationship between business, culture, and technology. I am your host, Sean, coming at you live from the Armageddon that is going on right now um, in New York City. It is crazy, yet not that surprising. Um... So just to hit y'all with the stats real quick, New York is becoming the epicenter of this coronavirus scare here in the United States, and I am cooped up in mi apartamento in Brooklyn for almost two weeks now, almost two weeks, casi dos semanas, trying to get my Spanish up. Um, That's one thing I've been doing in my downtime, but yeah, it's pretty crazy overall. Other than the fact that I kind of got sick two weeks ago and I've had a dry cough for two weeks now, I feel pretty a-okay. Um, cough isn't so bad or anything. Is it COVID-19? I have no idea. I'm not even remotely sick enough to get a test. Um, so, yeah, it's maybe I have it. If I have it, not that bad. Um, I don't think I do because I had a cold. I had, like, a runny nose for a while and... That's one of the uh, more rare symptoms. I've heard it's possible, and some people have had it, but it's not one of the main ones. And I haven't had any, like, real shortness of breath or chest, hard difficulty breathing, any of that stuff. I haven't really experienced any of that. So it might be something else. It's likely something else, but who knows? No one really knows anymore. Um, But, yeah, I've just been hanging out in Brooklyn in my apartment, I've only really been going outside to go to the grocery stores. That's about it. That is about it. Otherwise, it has been hunkered down mode up in here. Kind of interesting. Um, it's kind of nice to take a break from commuting. The commuting was rough at, um, to my work every day. So it's a little bit better on that front. But overall, uh, yeah, I'd rather have it back to normal. It's not good out there for people and, you know... I have older people in my family, and I have people with compromised immune systems, things like that. And even I had, you know, childhood asthma and things like that. I grew out of it, but who knows? Um, So, it's real. It's no bueno, but uh, it is what it is. As I talked about last week, it's definitely a historical event. It's always weird when you're living in a historical event and you're aware of it. But at the same time, nothing's really happening to you. You're kind of just living like a senior citizen. So that's how I feel. I mean, works for me. Works for me. I am an indoors person. I like the outdoors when it's warm out. But, like, I can stay at home. I don't get cabin fever that easily. I just need to go out maybe a little bit, 
couple times a week, a few times a week. I'm good. Just a, you know, quick walk. But, uh, yeah, I can't imagine people that are like natural extroverts dealing with this, you know, people whose lives and moods and self-esteem is highly driven by interaction with others, like how that works. Um, but it's interesting. What's crazy is just culturally how everything is going to shift because of this. I mean, we're in the bear market now. Uh, who knows with the service industry, the restaurant industry, it's pretty tough right now and we have no idea how long this is going to go just today olympics got suspended how often does that happen that's never happened so it's pretty crazy what is going on right now um look with this thing i can go in a million directions the focus of the podcast is obviously going to be you know the coronavirus going forward um it impacts everything that this show is talking about and impacting business, obviously. Uh, you know, I'm hearing people getting laid off left and right, which is super unfortunate. Um, even with me and I'm thinking about my career and like where I'd go next is, you know, for a job, if I were to leave my current job, I'm thinking like, well, my current job is an industry that is recession and depression proof. Basically it's food. Like, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's an essential. So, you know, it's it's getting um, interesting where, you know, I'm thinking about certain things and, like, you know, a job that two weeks ago might, in my eyes, look attractive now, eh, not so much really, you know what I mean? You got to think about it in terms of what people need. So everything's just kind of getting flipped on its head. Um, but one thing I was thinking about earlier is, this is much easier with internet, with technology, with modern cell phones, with, you know, all like the luxuries that we have, you know, this is nothing compared to what people had to live through in the great depression. Um, or, you know, during world war two, like my grandma lived through world war two and she had to move to a different country because Japan was getting bombed. She had to move to Korea. She went temporarily blind because of malnutrition. So, like, as scary as things are and as crazy as this whole pandemic is, which it is. I'm not trying to downplay it at all. It's super crazy. It's probably the most crazy event to happen in, you know, since World War II, if you're talking about global events. Um, but... So far, this is much easier than what people in the past had to go through and experience. So I just like to keep the perspective. The lights are on. You can just binge Netflix all day if you really want to. Um, you know, the job market's going to be tough, but job markets were tougher back then. So just keep that you know, in mind. I think that's a healthy stance to take. If you're going to have a pandemic, it's way better right now than any other time in history. So... With that being said, one thing that I specifically want to hone in on, because I saw an interesting article about it on The Verge, probably my favorite tech website, um, where they kind of do a deep dive around how the bull market the past 11 years, you know, created all these different verticals, but like was the perfect environment for um, social media, right? But beyond social media, 
the business of social media, influencers, therefore influencer marketing, building audiences first and launching businesses through them, um, you know, having influencers take these professional photos and having almost like a fake persona online where, you know, the persona prototype is somebody that's really cool, really fashionable, somehow doesn't have to work anywhere and gets to travel and has a professional photographer taking pictures of him or her, usually a her, uh, in places around the world and everything looks bubbly and great. Like, that was this um, status quo of what an influencer is supposed to be that was built on social media, particularly Instagram, over the past mm, six years or so. That's really kind of uh, crystallized and manifested itself into its current form. Like, all that is gone right now. All of it's gone. So it was an article on The Verge about how influencers have to, you know, kind of re- blueprint what the game is and have to get creative with their content again you know can't be lazy anymore um you can't hire professional photographers to do shoots anywhere so now like in the article they talk about how this one fashion influencer in florida has her mom taking pictures of her and is like her photographer now which is oh god poor mother but uh Anyway, it's it's just like an example of how all this is changing and there's going to be this like influencer persona 2.0, I think, in the future that it's going to be very different Um, because who knows how long this is going to last. If you look at the models, like the best slash worst case scenario is this thing ends in July, but like over 4 million people are dead. That's if you do, like, no social isolation, I think, in the New York Times uh, story with the infographic that was interactive. Like, you can kind of slide to, like, three levels of social isolation and, you know, the whole flattening the curve idea. And if you flatten the curve all the way, it's a longer period where you can get this thing, but less people die, hospitals aren't as over flooded as they are now um but if you do none of that you know everyone's just gonna drop like flies but it's done by july so we should hope this thing uh lasts a little longer than july because that would be very bad but um you know if, if people for six months a year 18 months whatever it is have to kind of ride this thing out you're looking at god knows how many pieces of content that are going to be indoors, you know, isolated, maybe in someone's backyard, you know, maybe on a hike, something like that. But the amount of content of like, you know, these pristine pictures of somebody walking around in Havana, Cuba in a perfect dress or like, you know, traveling in um, Paris or Tokyo or whatever, you know, that's gone. So the game's going to get changed up a little and um i don't know what's going to happen i'm just playing this exercise um for the sake of speculating and having fun with this but you know looking at it objectively in terms of what's happening right now people are having to stay inside you can't leverage pro photographers anymore like the way you used to you know things are different um 
People can't get haircuts anymore. I don't know when I'm getting my next haircut. But uh, the thing is, is I think a lot of the BS and fakeness when it comes to social media is going to get dried out a bit. I think um, there's going to be a wave of like creativity and authenticity that's going to kind of rework itself into the uh, social media zeitgeist, if you will. Um, I just think that the model that's been going on in Instagram is getting tired, getting old. Like how many pictures of girls in like sundresses posing in front of the Wynwood murals in Miami can we really see, right? You know what I mean? Like it's just getting a little bit stale. Um, And I think it's just going to revert back to people having more interesting creative output in their bedrooms kind of uh, being at the center of this thing. Because it made me think back to circa 2002-2003. This is showing my age here, but let me just think back. Um, When I was a freshman in high school, that was kind of my first real true understanding and interaction uh, with social media. This is before Facebook, before Instagram, before even MySpace. Back in the Dizzy, um, I played in a lot of bands. I, I played guitar since I was seven years old. Um, I was kind of in that scene a little. There was this, in my hometown, there was something called Serendipity Cafe, which was like where all the indie kids went. You know, whether your thing was like Death Cab for Cutie or Taking Back Sunday or Dashboard Confessional or later on like My Chemical Romance, those types of groups. Or if you're into more like jazz stuff or like uh, hardcore, um, you're, there's like those, there's always like the hardcore kids. Um, there was a whole scene in my hometown. And uh, in that scene, Serendipity Cafe is where. There are these events in the basements of churches usually um, or just, you know, any venue you can find where kids would come and there'd be like these indie shows and it'd be every month. And uh, that was kind of like the indie scene in my high school. And uh, within that world, Live Journal was popping off. So Live Journal was kind of the as far as the types of people that used it, kind of like the early version of what Tumblr eventually became in its prime, if that makes sense. But it didn't have, you know, all the gifts and all that stuff. It was just a site where you can have your own screen name and you would just have your own diary, basically. But you could, like, tag people and you had your social network, so you had your friends. I think people can comment, maybe, on your posts. I'm not 100% sure, or at least, like, like them in some form. But it was, like, basically online diaries with a social network and a little bit of interaction going on. And all the indie kids had that. And uh, it was kind of like you can see what a quality live journal was versus a non-quality one just based on the creative output because there are no pictures really. There might have been like an avatar, but you didn't have like a photo section or anything like that. It was literally just, you know, you could pick a color for your background. Um, 
but a lot of it was just you and your creative output. That was it. You know, your perspective on things, people that were good at writing, obviously had more interesting live journals, um, or people that really exposed themselves versus not exposing themselves. But, like, I think in this quarantine state that we're in collectively, something like that is going to become popular again. I think it's, you know, obviously going to be way different with all the high-quality audio and uh, photography that is available in your smartphone. It's going to take a new form, you know, be a TikTok or something else, but I think the generic high-quality photo of influencers is going to be a relic of the past, and the next version is going to be more for creative people. Like, I follow musician instagram heavy so i get a lot of like really good musicians um showing their chops in their bedroom and i think that stuff is going to become more influencer heavy and less people that you know just work out or whatever you know that travel the world um i get why that took off so well in the past six years people don't want to work people just want to travel and be skinny and have a six-pack, and drink out of a coconut next to a waterfall. We all want that on the inside, but that only has a limited shelf life because most of human existence on this earth has been not that, right? It hasn't been that. So I think this is just a way of the world maybe checking itself a little bit. I don't know. But either way, influencer marketing is going to take a new form. I think posts in general are going to be less valuable. Um, in the article I was reading, you know, the influencers talking about trying to do stories, but who knows if that's going to work and, you know, like leveraging stories because, you know, it's more interactive than a regular post. But um, the other angle to this is the company side. Will companies invest in this kind of marketing anymore? Is it worth it if... Uh, you know, budgets are tighter in general. Will there even be marketing spend towards this kind of thing, especially if it's uh, not quite as uh, wide of a pot as before? I feel like in the world where creativity has to kind of reign supreme now to become an influencer, there's going to be less people doing it, right? The blueprint was pretty easy before um, if you could, you know, fake your life well enough and were able to travel and not work because you're you know rich or whatever it was pretty wasn't there wasn't a lot to it a lot of your posts are just you posing in an outfit right now you have to actually do something which means there's going to be uh you know these influencers are going to be on the chopping block a little bit and um there's going to be less people out there so will companies feel like it's worth it anymore and if you're a company like away luggage right where your whole deal's traveling and the whole travel influencer market kind of, you know, dries up, why would you allocate marketing dollars towards that? But also, no one's traveling anyway, so away luggage is a little bit in trouble. <laughs> Who's buying luggage right now? Who's buying overpriced luggage right now? Seriously. Um, so they might be in trouble, but... uh you're getting what I'm saying, man.
world's gone crazy, but some of this wackiness is getting trimmed out a little bit. And I'm kind of happy about that. I feel like Instagram might have a little more shelf life now. I feel like they're kind of becoming less relevant because all of the content was just this generic Instagram parody of itself almost in a way. So hopefully this just kind of uh, hits the refresh button a little bit and gives us something a little bit more interesting in the months to come, but who knows uh, how long this all goes, you know, when it comes to everything. When it comes to startups, when it comes to entrepreneurial hustle porn, you know what I mean? How many entrepreneurs are there still going to be now? Is that as attractive as it was before? You know what I mean? There's no sports either. You know what I mean? Like, there's no sports. There's no anything. So it's going to be a little bit crazy, but the idea of influencer marketing I thought was pretty interesting. And um, what's going to happen to all these 20-year-olds that thought they're going to get by doing brand deals that go away? Because what's scary is if you've been doing that and that dries up and you don't have any work history... And you got to get a job in this recession market. Not going to be the easiest in the world. Although, you know, I don't think social media is dying. So you could probably get a social media job at a company. Um, You know, I don't think this stuff is dying. I don't think it's so crazy where, you know, everything's going to be gone. I just think it's going to be changed a little bit. I don't even think it's going to be changed that much. But I think it's going to be changed a little bit. Um, So we'll see. We shall see, but I want to get your thoughts on what is the future of influencer marketing in this coronavirus world where we are turning quickly into a bear market. Uh, People aren't going to be traveling as much for the foreseeable future. Um, People can't become influencers as easily anymore because you can't take the same photos you could before. What is this going to look like in the future? I want to get your thoughts on that. Um, If you have any thoughts, hit us up at nrs underscore show on Instagram or Twitter or email us at notrocketscienceshow at gmail.com. I think that's all for now. You just got to hang in there. Stay safe. I don't know what I'm doing. I might go to Jersey just because... Worst case scenario, I do not want to have to enter myself into the New York City hospital system right now. Seems a bit scary. So I don't even know with this show what I'm doing. I might have to take a break um, because I don't have the same setup over there that I do here. But who knows? Who knows? On hiatus, let you know. But um, yeah, this is unprecedented times across the board. So hope you guys stay safe. Hope you guys keep getting them checks coming in get it however you can i don't care um you know be an influencer just have a job whatever whatever it is keep checks coming in if you can and uh stay safe don't be like those idiots that were on spring break putting their you know 200 dollars spring spring break trip in miami over their parents and grandparents health don't be those morons stay safe isolate have a good one and as always peace